0: The live chat with Viv and You know, Bill, my, I was just looking on the screen. I didn't even realize that we actually started recording because on my screen it says "got got it." <laughs> so anyway, so welcome everyone to another episode of Live Chat with Viv and Bill. Um, I, I feel like it's forever, right? I feel like it's forever. We haven't talked to our audience because we've been going out to two weeks instead of each week, so we kind of miss you guys. But you know, we know we all have a busy life, and with so many things going on in this world, right, Vilma?
1: You are absolutely right.
0: Yeah. So we just wanted to update you guys a little bit about what's going on for those on Facebook who haven't seen us. It's basically our podcast Facebook page was hijacked, and um, they took us off as admins of our own um, Facebook page of Live Chat with Vivian Belt. So pray for us, guys, if you're can see youtube and those that may be connected with us with facebook this is what's happening so you haven't seen the podcast and on facebook because our facebook page have been hijacked. so we just want to let you know about that we're trying to see how we can recover it only god can do it and we're praying that it will be released in the name of jesus and those who have it that they will return it and release it in the name of jesus right Vilma.
1: Absolutely. So if you get a request from live chat with Vivanville for anything, any money, any extortion, any, uh, it's not us. We have not been on the page. We cannot go on the page. We can look at it, but we cannot post anything. We cannot, you know, um, make any changes. So do not accept any friend requests from Vivanville. It's not us when we are up and running we will let you know as we are letting you know now
0: so let's jump in today on what we're doing how have you been you know well, i've been good i can't complain you know there's a lot of things that happened over the past couple of weeks and months you know we mm-hmm. you know especially even my family i mm-hmm. just found out a friend of mine her husband passed away over the weekend and you know people going through so many struggles and so many things is happening. is Um, even my husband had a heart attack at the end of July, for those who don't know, because we haven't been on in a, in a little bit, but, but God is faithful. God is faithful and he will do what he sets out to do. And that's the thing that, um, we just have to hold on and trust in him and to see how he will operate and turn it around for our good. Just turn it around for our good. So Absolutely. And father, we're just thankful and grateful for that, that my husband is still here, here. Um, even though we just still have to pray for my girlfriend and her husband. Um, she's been on her show before, Um, Debbie Davis. And, sorry, I keep forgetting to use her. Her married name, which is Debbie DeWitt, the family, the mother, three generation that came on her show. Oh, is that her husband? Yes. Yes. Oh. passed away. Yeah.
1: Okay, I remember she was on the show, but but you know what? Um, thank God that your husband is doing well, and that must have been very scary for you. That must have been very scary having a heart attack. But you know, God is faithful, as you said, and I'm glad he is doing better, um, and he's back to his normal, you know, work. Mm-hmm. Is he? Mm -hmm. wonderful that's great
0: yes you you can even went to church on Sunday (laughs) yeah 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 wow
1: so there has been a lot of things Mm -hmm. that has been going on Mm -hmm. but you know one of the We have so many things that we can talk about in terms of current events, but one of the things that I want to talk about, maybe the first thing we can talk about is this, um, not hurricane, but this storm that just went through. Mm -hmm. That's been really devastating to a lot of areas. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: You've been following up on it?
0: Yeah, a little bit because I called, of course, most of my family's in New York, so Mm-hmm. Definitely trying to reach out to see um how they're doing. Thank God that they're fine. And um the areas that has been affected. I think a matter of fact, my husband um sister was saying that she knows at least 17 families that she heard about that been affected by mm-hmm. the hurricane. And, you know, it's just one thing after another, you know. So yeah. Wow. And, wow. and the funny thing that I found too is people were calling me from Florida saying. Hey, you guys are good in Delaware, and I'm like, what happened in Delaware? <laughs> but um, some areas also in our state mm-hmm. was affected. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't realize that. Oh yes, definitely.
1: So it not only did it hit Louisiana, and then as it came up to the East Coast, I um, New York. My my niece who lives in Brooklyn, her entire basement was flooded. So, and, and a number of other um, people in that area, also in Queens, New York, they got it really bad as well. Mm-hmm. And, and in um, New Jersey, Mullica Hill, I know, I think in the whole state of New Jersey, like 20 something people lost their lives. Yes, yes. yeah, yeah. And yes, in Delaware, there were, <laughs> there were areas in Delaware that really did get it bad. Basements flooded out. You know, I think like a tornado may have passed through in some areas. But I'm—we're just saying, the, you know, how faithful God is because mm-hmm. here we are, and and thank God I've had damage already from from storms and hurricanes passing through. But thank God this time, nothing.
0: Yeah, amen. Amen. Sometimes I feel like sometimes I feel like we have been protected in the state of Delaware because um, I've seen so many, I've heard of and experienced with my family who've been through Sandy and um, so many different storms. And you know, it just passed over Delaware and we just have to be thankful because, you know, Delaware is a small state, but it's a very flat land, you know yeah and um we've been protected through some storms even even snow we've been protected from, mm-hmm, from mm-hmm. Storm,
1: so well, whatever we're doing we we gotta keep doing it keep doing not it. saying that the other area is not, but you know, we just thank God for his his providential care right. so um with storms and with these things that happen, they usually have a lot of um um fundraising campaigns that go on for people to to donate to I have not been hearing any particular name but I think they have it like different names that's out there I'm not saying you can't give but just to let you know check it out before you give because people use this opportunity Mm
0: -hmm.
1: to you know get your money Mm -hmm. So um, give, but make sure you're giving to the right cause. Exactly.
0: The right organization. Right. right. That is
1: genuine. It's genuine. Mm -hmm. How about those people in Haiti? Um, This was before this, but there was, um, wow, a lot of devastation that happened in Haiti.
0: Yeah, I was trying to see if I could find some of my friends from back in the day because I went to school at stonebrook University and most of my friends there most of my people they're from haiti or Haiti whatever we want to say it. um I was just trying to reach out see so if I could reach out to anyone but I couldn't get a hold of anyone you know to see how they're doing but it's really that country country has been through a lot mm-hmm. a lot a lot of a lot of evil a lot of you know devastation it's like oh well, god we have to really pray for them we really mm-hmm. need to pray for the island of Haiti because um you know they've been through a lot and and pray for the christians there you know mm-hmm. because they they have some battle spiritual battle going on you know sometimes. yeah yeah yeah, absolutely,
1: absolutely. Because they had their their prime minister was assassinated, mm-hmm. and then right after, not too long after that, they had the earthquake. Mm-hmm. And before the earthquake was settled, they had they a hurricane. Was that it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and we they always yeah.
0: have poop there. They always have people trying to take over. You know, mm-hmm. devastation mm-hmm. in every form.
1: So, we really do need to pray for haiti and and um all that is going on there, as well as praying for the areas that were hard hit by this storm here as well mm-hmm. and if you're listening to this, and i didn't call your area is either i didn't know about it or it has slipped my mind, but we any any person who got damaged from um this was it Sandy? No. No. Ida. Ida.
0: Yeah. Is it, I think Ida? yes, Ida. Isn't it? That sounds familiar. <laughs> 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 well, the storm. if They're hit by the storm. <laughs> anybody, anybody, we we know We're gonna keep you in prayer for you. We're praying for you. yeah You're in our prayers and you're in our thoughts.
1: Yes. Yes okay so that's kind of what's going on in on the stormy front of things okay so
0: right now we have the war the things that happened with afghanistan oh yeah that's going on constantly and so many americans got left some some wanted to stay so they stayed um especially the people who are um event um missionaries that's there because they see where there's a growth in the church and people are coming to Christ mm-hmm. even through this devastation. So I mm-hmm. thought that was really interesting from what I've heard from um, the mm-hmm. Christian um, world. Wow, yeah. wow. And
1: yeah. We do we do have to, because I, I was hearing um, today that the, the, the Taliban, of course they have taken over and they're quickly getting a cabinet together. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that they can um, officially rule. Mm-hmm. And we know, we've seen what that has done. Mm-hmm. So I, you don't have to answer if you don't want to, but, but what do you think about us? Um, have you, do you have any thoughts
0: about us withdrawing from Afghanistan? Well, I, my thoughts that about- pertaining per se, on whether we should withdraw or not, but I do think that we've been there a long time. Yeah. We've been there a long time.
1: Mm-hmm. And,
0: um, I've heard a lot of people saying different things pertaining to this, but my thing is that, um, you know, even my cousins, I have family who actually been to Afghanistan I have friends who've actually been stationed there mm-hmm. and I've heard different things about individuals who are saying, um, we're not taking any Americans out, and I had to go to you know people who I know in the service, like my cousin who was a master, you know, a master chief in mm-hmm. the Navy, and I had to say, "What well, is this truly really true that we're not taking Americans out?" She's like, "No, we're taking over thirty thousand Americans out of that country at the time mm-hmm. when I spoke to her." So I'm probably up to forty thousand. Not only Americans, but also the people who are helped with translation and different things like that mm-hmm. and um i thought it was interesting that people are saying stuff like this and they're not really quoting the facts of you know mm-hmm. of, of saying mm-hmm. we're not taking the americans out or even on the news that i was watching i heard this guy from england saying about how his translator is left there in america um he couldn't get away out on the ship and i'm like why are you blaming america for that you're from england it's your translator. Why are you not getting your government to get involved in getting your translator out? Why you want to blame mm-hmm. America for this? So, to me, a lot of times we hear of people, you know, the news is billing it higher and bigger than than it's supposed to be,
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and
0: um, people are saying things like, "Well, the president was on vacation," you know, while this people are dying in the country. Okay, so do you expect that things don't happen while one is on vacation? Matter of fact, we were planning to go on vacation when my husband had a heart attack. So you don't know what will happen if one is on vacation or going to vaca- going on vacation. You don't know what will happen. And when you're planning that, you've been training soldiers for 20-something years, training a mm-hmm. government to take over, to run their own country, you train them, you spend billions of dollars to train them. And you're thinking that, okay, we can pull out now, we train you, we got you ready. We spend billions of dollars on you. You must be able to sustain something, not eight days. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You allow, you yeah. run
0: away and allow someone else to come into your country. So that to me, um, you know, a lot of people are saying a lot of things and I have my own opinions on things, but that's just how I look at it. Like, mm-hmm. what do you expect a man to do? You know, like, right. you're not supposed to take <laughs> vacation, hello? Anything can happen when you're on vacation.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. So um, all the things that I know and say, these are just unofficial, unofficial things. I don't know the truth of anything. Mm-hmm. I, I just know that the war was was long. I know it was wearing down on some people. Mm -hmm. I know we lost a lot of um, soldiers, Marines or whatever. We've lost a lot of servicemen there. And I know people are mourning the death of their loved ones who were involved in the war. I know that much. And I also know that some people are tired. Mm -hmm. And they want to see their loved one home because Mm -hmm. they've been away and things are so uncertain. On the other hand, I know that there are people who, you know, their mission is to kind of go on with things for the long haul. And especially if you haven't felt it or been touched or your family been affected, I think you kind of have a different view on things. And when you become a soldier I think you have a new a different perspective and Mm -hmm. you don't quit you just keep moving and going forward Mm -hmm. so I have heard those things so I don't really know about it but one thing I do know is that people were tired and one of the things they were saying is how long are you going to stay there how long are you going to stay there what you said but The argument that some people were saying is that the way in which it was done getting them out because it was not done in a timely and a more coordinated manner, then you had some people who were left behind. But as you mentioned, and I think I heard it on NPR, there were people who did not want to leave. Because when they got an opportunity, they said no because they had a loved one that was there and, and wasn't um, ready to leave or wasn't able to leave and they didn't want to leave. And I, and I don't know whatever way in which we, we, we look at it, we just gotta pray.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It could have been worse. Mm-hmm. We just hope we don't want another 9-11.
0: Mm-mm.
1: We don't want another 9 11 that caught us with our, our, um, for lack of a better term, for our pants down.
0: Yeah,
1: and we don't want that to happen again. So, um, you know, I, I'm I, that's something else to pray about,
0: definitely. As if you don't
1: have enough to pray about, right? I know, I
0: know right? And definitely, we have to pray for the president because it seems like. One thing, I know people might have their different opinion for different parties, whatever, and we never um, we never tried to push one party over the other here at lunch Chat with him belt. but the Bible says we us to pray for our, our leaders, and we definitely need to pray for the president because he's hit with the hurricane, he's hit with the, the, the transition of the war, and so many other presidents, four presidents before him, presidents before him could have ended the war, but they never did. He decided to end it. And um, we have to pray for his health and for his strength because, you know, he's been hit with so many things, floods, war, hurricane, um, you name it, he's been hit with it. And um, he's not a young buff like (laughs) (laughs) Vilma. So we need to pray for his strength because he takes things, to me, he seemed like he takes things very um, personally, you know, Mm. Oh, okay. Okay.
1: So yes, yeah. We don't want to repeat a 9-11. So we've got to pray. And, and especially people who are Christians in Afghanistan, we we definitely have to pray for them. And, you know, that the right decision is made and in, in every area and in everything that they do. All right, so that's Afghanistan. We talk a little bit about the, the, um, the storms or the hurricane. You know, another thing, um, they're talking about vaccine booster. What are your thoughts on that?
0: I'm not taking it.
1: <laughs> okay, that's her thought. I'm not taking it. Well, when I say, what's your thought on it? Um, what I was thinking about with a booster, what I know is that with a number of um, vaccinations like tetanus and hepatitis B,
0: mm-hmm.
1: after a while, they check to see your um, your immunity status, right? Mm-hmm. To see what your antibodies, what they are, and if it is low, then they will give you an, um, an additional of whichever the booster you need whichever vaccine and i remember that at one stage for example the, the company i worked with um for a very long time they would check to make sure especially hepatitis b and your tetanus booster is is good i mean not not booster but antibodies right and I remember having to get hepatitis B again because my, my, um, my titers were not at a level that it would protect me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So having said that, I am aware that these things do happen. I'm aware that you do need boosters. When your children get their vaccine, we start out, they get their two months, four months, six months vaccines. And then those vaccines that they get at that time, it is repeated, you know, at, um, 15 months and it's also repeated at four years. What are those other, they are boosters of the vaccines that they had right. Then right. because the vaccines do, the immunity do wane.
0: Right, right. So, and, that's, and that's a good way of looking at it, the way you explain it. And I think it would be good for us to call back that health, um, that we had a health, um, someone from the health department on our show you did yes we talked about the vaccine and and different things like that and i thought oh she's a public health nurse yes a public health nurse so Mm -hmm. i think that would be good for us to have her back on our show i'm sure your audience enjoyed her because because of her i rethink my thoughts on taking the vaccine because of her so Mm -hmm. i think that will be good And, and the way you explained it and break it down that's what why they say information is key and information is power. Because right. I never thought about those other shots that kids mm-hmm. do take. That is a booster shot that they're taking. Yeah. Um, so, so, you know, it's the way that we get information and how we filter the information and how we get getting the correct information. And you said that earlier part of the show, you know, I think we both said it, that we have to recognize where we get our information from. Mm-hmm. We have to be careful who we're getting our information from. Now, Dr. Vilma Davis, for those who don't know, she is a a PhD um, nurse practitioner for many years. And also, um, you know, she's on many boards and and served well in different capacity throughout um, when it comes to the health field. So she knows more than I will know where these things are concerned. So you need to get your information, Mm -hmm. the right information, for whatever it is and that's why i was saying that i went to call my cousin who was a master chief in the navy that she will have some information of what's true and what's not because mm-hmm. of the fact that we need to get the information from the right people and not from facebook not from social media mm-hmm. you know and not from joe mo down the street or whoever it may be so continue dr Davis.
1: yeah so 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 i'm 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 used to people needing a booster. Mm -hmm. So I'm not concerned about that at all. And what they are saying that the booster can be given as early as nine months from the last vaccine you had. Mm -hmm. So um, one of the things is that this booster is um, maybe sounds or looks like it's quicker. But when I think about the, the, um, the vaccines that we give to children, we give the same vaccines at two months, two months after we give us a, a second dose, two months after we give the third dose, and then at 15 months they get, and then at four years. So if we think about between from six months to 15 months. Oh, how 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 much how many? That's nine months.
0: Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. I
1: think so, I didn't mean that, but I'm just <laughs> and then six. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 15. So I, I thought about that as well. And I say it's roughly about the same time. But then you know the person listening to me out there may say, well, the kids' immunity is 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 much um, needs more boosting because they it's developing and yes I know that I know it's developing but I'm just saying that we just need to consider carefully and my thing is if I can build or keep my immunity at the the highest level Mm -hmm. excuse me I'm gonna go do that I'm gonna go do that so we have 50% 50% of us here now will do the, the booster, 50% won't. So that's our little poll. Um, but I will do that because I want to be... in your family? Be, Are you
0: huh? about in your family
1: no, I'm talking you and I. Oh, oh.
0: <laughs> yes, 50%. <laughs> yeah,
1: so um, I, 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 I will take it mm-hmm. because I want to be in optimal health. And how I look at it again, I like to break things down, maybe the um, educator in me. Mm-hmm. So when I think about that, if I can live um, at this level where I'm healthy and I'm enjoying life, I'm doing you know, um, things un- unhindered, unencumbered, Mm-hmm. I want my life to be at this level. I'm not going to settle for here. Right. So if that is what I need to bring it up, so I I worry less about getting this vaccine, then I'm going to do it because. And yes, I do pray, and I'm I, and and you know I'm an avid Christian. However, I'm also in the health field, and I also know. Um, practice evidence-based medicine Mm
0: -hmm.
1: but you know on the other hand you have to do what is comfortable for you but I want the kind of life he promised me is that life um, he came that I may have life and life more abundantly right so I want that more abundantly I don't I don't settle I don't want to settle for anything that is mediocre so if I can be in the best shape I am because you know what people don't understand that as these viruses mutate and as they change they come back and they're more virulent than the one preceding them Mm -hmm. and that's what you know you have we have to think about they're more virulent than the one preceding them for example this is this is maybe not the greatest example, but if, if I don't know if you noticed that with some um, infection or disease, certain type of antibiotics don't work. Right. And one of the reasons we have resistant to certain antibiotics is because antibi- they have been overused. Right. So the antibiotics have been overused and also, they're not disposed of well. People put it in their drinking, I mean, flush it down the toilet. Mm. And so you may find it in the drinking water. Animals are getting um, antibiotics. So you get, it's coming at you. So if you are, they don't finish taking their, their medication. So they take five days and they feel better and they stop it. Right. So what happens with that bacteria is it's like you hit somebody and they get stunted they get stunned okay if they lay there undisturbed for a while then they start to feel better
0: mm-hmm.
1: and they wake up and they start moving and doing what they need to do that's kind of what some antibiotics do i mean when you are ineffectively treated so that thing comes back it has been getting little dose of antibiotic here a little dose here a little dose there so the body of the bacteria itself is becoming resistant oh i'm used to that i know what that is mm. i have a little bit of this a little bit of that so it's harder to get something that will kill that bacteria mm so for lack i'm just trying for some people to understand it so when it it is there it is out there and it mutates and it goes and it changes right but it also gets more virulent it also can get more deadly and
0: and 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 speaking of um, how it's growing so fast and and that is becoming deadly. The different variants. Um, do you think it's because we open up so quickly and people not wearing their mask, and we like, yeah, it's free. We cannot wear a mask now. Do you think that it's because we we became, you know, lackadaisical because things started open up. We think it's life back to normal without the mask. What's your thoughts on that? Why it
1: is it is spreading so much. Mm-hmm. Um, I think people are not being judicious mm-hmm. in terms of hand washing, in terms of keeping their mask and wearing their mask and wearing it properly. Uh, and also um social distancing. So- Back up
0: up a second. You said not wearing your mask properly. What do you
1: mean by that? So when you put your mask on, Mm -hmm. the mask should cover your nose. The mask should be right here. Mm -hmm. If you wear glasses like me and your glasses is misty, when you take a breath,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: you're you're not wearing your mask properly. And the mask should be well-fitting. So Mm -hmm. it should be snug. And your face, not tight but snug. And we don't wear a mask forever and ever and ever. You need to change your mask if it's the disposable one, you know. And most times, and I'm guilty, I carry it around with me in my pocketbook. Mm -hmm. So I may go into somewhere. And oh, shucks! My mask. I dig one or dig it, and I find one in my pocketbook. I put it on. I go in where I'm going. I come back out. I drop it in my pocketbook. That's wrong. That's that. So whatever you know, it, it's not clean. And if you didn't wash your hands or even or sanitize your hand, the germs on your hand is going there as well mm-hmm. and on the other hand some people are carriers mm, that's true what it means is you carry the the disease or you carry the back the virus in 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 case of the COVID-19 um, or you carry the bacteria in case of a bacterial infection it doesn't do you anything mm-hmm. because it's with you it's living it's like a dog living in your house Mm -hmm. and you train the dog well, the dog ain't going to bother you. But the minute I get exposed to the dog, the dog jumps at me Mm because he don't know me. So I come to you and whereas you don't get sick by having that, um, carrying that virus or that bacteria, Mm -hmm. the minute I get something from you, it's a strange body. It doesn't like that. I disturb it, so it's gonna affect me, but it doesn't affect you, right? So this is why we have to always be careful, so we don't spread things to people.
0: Exactly, that's so true, and mm-hmm. that's so true. And 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 my thing is that I don't understand why people are fighting so much against masks. Um, I know with the kids, as a matter of fact, my children don't even argue about wearing masks or not. They're more like, you know, oh, why are we going to this place and people not wearing their masks? I don't even I think the kids who are just going back to school, they don't really care one way or the other. It's just the adults who are having a problem with it. And a matter of fact, I was on a conference call with one of my sons' school, one of the parents, like, masks does not protect you from any virus. You know, no one commented on their, your, their, their comment. No one commented on your their, your their, Statement, statement but but um which I know everyone would just ignore it but you know I'm like wait a minute if that's really true then why does doctors wear masks? Why what doctors and nurses forever wear masks like you know why are you making a statement like that and 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 why you have to tell people if you don't want to wear it then that's fine but don't try to make everyone else don't wear masks or mandating. That everyone don't wear masks, and I, I love the fact that the air, the, um, the cruise line sued the governor in in in, in um, Florida, where he's saying that people can just come on their ship and not wear masks. You can't mandate people to wear masks. They don't need to wear masks if they don't want to. So, you know, to me, why put this on people? If you don't want to wear your mask, don't wear it. Stop fighting. For making everyone to be like you. We don't want to be like you. So, um, a couple of things. The pact is that masks are uncomfortable,
1: they are. You know, it's uncomfortable, there's this thing on your face that you, you know, sometimes they're not well-fitting. I remember I was telling you about being snug, so it keeps falling down, you keep touching it and pulling it up, you know, and they're not properly fitting, and it's, it, it can be a nuisance. However, what's my choice? Death or being uncomfortable? It is uncomfortable, I'm not gonna say it's not. You know, you can get accustomed to being uncomfortable. It's being comfortable in being uncomfortable, right? But when I look at the odds, I want, I will take being uncomfortable rather than the possibility of dying before it's my time. I know we're gonna die. But I there are so much, so many other things that I think I need to do on earth before I go. You know, I I wanna stick around to do it. So so that's the bottom line, and that that's what I will say to people. I'm not gonna argue with anybody. Mm-hmm. It's um it's your second amendment, right? You know, and I think everybody can voice their opinion, and you don't have to put it on. What I do, I state the facts, and you make the decision.
0: Exactly.
1: I say the facts, and you make the decision. Exactly. Um, And my choice is, I'll be uncomfortable because I don't want to get it, especially at my age. And end up for it to be bad for me.
0: Because right. you never know. You never know how is it going to affect you. These people, you know, rarely see any symptoms. I have two cousins right now who's going through it. Um, one cousin, he an entire family. Matter of fact, he was on our show also, and um, he has eight kids, and his wife is in the hospital um, with breathing issues on a ventilator. She she developed, the entire family had COVID um, in Florida. And then I have another cousin in New York, the entire family, except for my aunt who took the, she was the only one who took the vaccine. She's fine taking care of the ones who did not take the vaccine in the household. So, you know, so you never know how it's affecting people, people who, you know, we know from our church that they're still going through that. They call it the Corona fog or whatever it may be. Um, that they're feeling that they're not normal, don't feel like things are normal. Um, you know, their bodies are not working well, so you don't know how it's going to affect you. But mm-hmm. like Dilma said, I don't want to know. I, I want to able to do those things to prevent me from going through those experiences. I don't want those experiences. I don't want that. Um, Absolutely. I don't like pain. Put it that way. I don't like pain. And Absolutely. I, So yeah, so we talked a little bit about um some of the current events of the mask and we talked about the different floods and so forth. So um we know that another thing we need to pray for is the kids who have just gone back to school, Mm -hmm. colleges. We need to pray for them to be protected and the teachers and and, and families who have to deal with kids coming back and forth and being interacting mm-hmm. with so many different people. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you want to able to pray. I know we've been talking about so many different things. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know if you want to go ahead and pray, start praying for these things that we mentioned, unless you have something else to add. Um, No,
1: we can go ahead and pray. But just to remind our audience, when we talk about the children going back to school, we also want to pray for their mental health. They have been home for a while and not going back out. Some kids are afraid to go back in the class to assimilate with their uh, with other children because they have been comfortable being at home with just their parents so we need to pray for their mental health Mm -hmm. and of course they there's a conflict between some schools and and the parents at home and the poor child is caught in the middle because you know as parents we think we are doing the best thing, but then it, it creates um, children feel stress mm-hmm. when you say things or when you do things and then their teacher is saying one thing or you have a certain age group that they follow rules, they are rule followers. And, and it, it just creates a lot of tension um, with these um, young people our children our, our adolescents. So we just need to pray for their mental health. Pray that they will be able to go back in school. Pray that they will be able to pick up um, and, and get the information that they could not receive as well while they were on Zoom or, or remotely. We're going to pray for their understanding that it be, you know, be opened up and, you know, pray that they will be able to, you know, have a, a stress-free um, semester. I'm not even going to pray for school year. I'm just going to pray for the semester, right? Uh, a stress-free semester and know what it is to be happy in school again.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. All right.
1: So, yes, we need to. So what I was going to pray, you can pray and I'll just pick up if anything. I just told you to pray. <laughs> oh, you want me to pray? Okay. But for everything? Yes. Oh, boy, Father. Mm. Okay, Lord. Oh, all right. Thank you, God, for this opportunity where we can come before you and we can bring our concerns. Father, we just bring before you all the various areas that we prayed about. We about the victims of, of the storm, victims um, in Louisiana, victims in in Haiti, in um, New York, in Queens, in Brooklyn, New York, in New Jersey, in Delaware, and wherever other state that they have had um, issues or or lost lives because of the storm. We want to pray for them. We also, Father, want to pray about Afghanistan. And we want to pray about, you know, just understanding about the vaccines and adhering to guidelines that has been issued. And we also praying about our children going back to school. And God, it sounds like it's a lot but it's not because you say, bring everything to you. And this is why God, we bring them, everyone to you. And we know that it's not too much for you. So father, we just pray even right now in the name of Jesus, we ask God for healing of those who are hurting, whether it's, it's grief that they are going through from the loss of loved ones or, um, whether they are hurting because they are angry, whether they are hurting because they're anxious. We pray, Father God, that you will soothe the hurt, that you will give them comfort, that you will give them peace. And that for those who may not know you, God, that they will turn to you because they will realize that they can't do it on their own. So, Father, we just pray in the name of Jesus that you will touch their hearts, touch their lives and the lives of their family. For those who are Christians and in areas like Afghanistan, Haiti and other areas where so much is going on, I pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, that you will give them the strength that they need to stand, that you will give them the um, ability to keep moving forward and, and keep um telling others about you and keep fighting the good fight and God strengthen them as, as they, as they stand. And as they put on your whole armor, I pray God that you will just make things um, show them what it is that you want them to do. Make things clear, Mm -hmm. God, and, and, and keep them safe, protect them father and whatever they do to, to um, tell others about you. May it be heard. May their voice be heard. May hearts be changed and turn around for you in the name of Jesus. and Father, we just present our children before you as they go back to school, whether it is Head Start, whether it is elementary school, middle school, high school, college or university. We bring them before you, God, and we just ask in the name of Jesus that you will touch them, that, God, that you will have mercy upon them, that you will remove every fear, every anxiety from them. I I pray, God, that parents will not remain anxious, but that they will leave them knowing that you are a great protector you're a great guardian and that you you can see um, things and you know things before they happen and that you will take care of them in in every way that you you know how to so father we just seal this prayer with the with the knowledge that you hear and that you answer and that you are a god that does not go back on your word so we thank you for what you're going to do we thank you for those who are listening to us and we pray god that you will help them to just continue to leave things at your feet and put at the cross and knowing that you care for them you love them and that you will take care of them. Mm-hmm. In Jesus' name. Amen.
0: All right, my dear, I know we covered a lot, but there's so many things going on. Yes. So we just thank you guys for listening. And remember what we said about in regards to our Facebook. Um, I've chatted with everyone on Facebook that it's it's been taken over, but they will release it. And we thank you that you have kept up with us and still listening and still watching our podcast and our YouTube videos. And we appreciate you. Until next time, this is Life Chat with you, Bye.